It's a big week t- this week, boys. Oh yeah, everyone's Spotify Wrapped came out. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that that very well graphically designed Spotify Wrapped. <laughs> Great jokes. Yeah, very funny. So, how'd yours look, Ree? Mine, I feel like it got kind of warped because I I would occasionally leave my phone on playing music for hours and forget yeah. that I did that. So, it was a lot of a lot of that artist. I, I didn't prime it for the, the social media. Gotcha. Yeah, I I will say. So I have just like one massive playlist of all the songs I like. Yeah. But I just let it play forever. <laughs> And then, like when it like it, it's like six days long, the playlist of music. And then when it finally turns off, I just hit play again. So like my number of minutes to play, like Ryan's was like three thousand. I'm gonna get into that, by the way. Mine was like hundred and ninety five thousand <laughs> minutes. Well, it was like that one year. It was I can't remember when it was, but it was a few years ago. I guess news came out that Nelly was in financial trouble, so people were like, "Go on Spotify and play Nelly on loop," so he gets all that. I don't know a fraction of a penny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, per play for Nelly, so he can keep his beach house or something like that. I can't remember what it was. Well, I mean, yeah. to be fair, I love Air Force Ones. Yeah. All the love to Nelly. Nelly's great. Listen to him. Help him out if you want. So what's your Spotify rap, Ryan? Well, I got a little shit because Beatles were on it online. But I also got shit, like Jim said, because I only had 3,000 minutes of, of listen time during the year. And this is why. I have... Tra- I So I am... <laughs> I don't know, maybe I'm old, maybe I've got boomer brain, or maybe I'm an old soul. I I like my shit curated for me, and I like to listen to a human voice interact with me while I'm listening to my music. So I am more of a serious XM person, mm-hmm. okay? So I'm more apt to listen to that on the app, listen, listen to that when I'm working out. So I don't have to think about and worry about making a playlist, because someone fucking does it for me. It's roughly the same cost. only thing is, is every year... Quite like the cable companies, you've got to call and be like, hey, can you lower my price? Right. And then you get it for like a reasonable cost. The only difference is they're like, yeah, we'll do that for you. Instead of call Spectrum and, like, hey, ring Spectrum. Uh, yeah, let me look into that. And then they, and they've got to like fly to the moon. Right. In what? order to get the discount or like, you know, go take a submarine to the bottom of the ocean. And- How does this relate to Spotify? Well, I'm just I'm just saying that I thought this I, is I the thought reason. I was tripping. No, no, this is, <laughs> I didn't know what the fuck you were talking about. This is the reason why I don't I'm not I'm not as much of a Spotify user maybe as other people. I will say, I, I don't want to get my reason why. Now, uh, uh, on my rap, a little bit of a tangent. On my rap, my top five artists, same artist was there twice. Oh, how did that happen? Well, that's because Bill Callahan and Smog are considered two separate artists, even though it's the exact same guy. It's <laughs> true. Uh, So it was like number one, then number two was Bill Callen, number three was Smog. I was like, eh, whatever. You guys get the idea. Yeah. Big year for music. I, 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 I'm a real boomer. I I watch or listen to a lot of music on YouTube still. Oh, you do? Yeah, as a throwback to a time where we didn't really have the streaming services or they didn't have a lot of the music on the streaming services. So I'm working and I just will put on YouTube. and Yeah, yeah. I I do the same thing. Like uh, I'll be, uh, I'll be in like the garage smoking a cigarette, hanging out with my dog. Um, he's also smoking, <laughs> uh, and uh, I'll just put on like YouTube and uh, like like you know I've got like six different YouTube playlists now. But, like when I open up YouTube, it's like Did, which one do you want to listen to? And I was like probably the Orville Peck one again. Sure, I think a YouTube Premium, which takes away the ads and you can listen to it without having having a video playing. I don't know if I I, I can't bring myself to that shit. Yeah, it's fucked. Well, welcome to the Spotify Wrapped Podcast. <laughs> right, I will say that my number one podcast. Was the square? Hey, all right. Heyo, and hopefully it's yours too, listener. Mm-hmm. Cut to music.
And welcome back to the square. We got Re. We got Jim this time. The J-Man. We got the Christmas snake. Snake Arena. We are in the house, folks. We are we're hanging out. We're vibing. You know we like to vibe. I'm a vibe. Ryan, one thing they say about me, I like to vibe. Yeah. Re, re the vibe Malahi. That's, that's what they call you. That's, that's what they call me. Mm-hmm. We um, we're vibing this week here in the snake pit, and we're talking about stuff that's going on. Because when you know it, stuff keeps going on. Mm-hmm. What's going on this week? Well, I'm going to start with something that's not on the board, real quick, because oh. I forgot to mention it. Uh, two weeks ago on Thanksgiving episode, I mentioned that we talked about the governor's race, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, Swazi's not running." Whoopsie doodle. Uh oh, Swazi is running. And he's running a Republican campaign for governor in the Democratic primary. No shit. We'll see how that works out. We'll see. It's surprising to me that he gave up being deputy mayor so he could finish fifth place in the Democratic primary, but whatever. He probably saw Eric Adams won in New York City. Probably saw the Dems got bodied in uh, the most recent elections nationally. And maybe he thinks this is the moment for a conservative Democrat. Yeah. He, he, I mean, he's probably in the wrong state for that. Right. West Virginia seems to go for it yeah we'll see Uh, my problem with the conservative democrat lane in the democratic party right now like like in new york i guess is that there is space for it but you're gonna be what more conservative than like because i I see kathy hochel kind of going down that moderate right right. yeah i mean that's been her deal her entire career is that she was a blue dog democrat i just don't know if there's like an appetite here for that like we're not virginia you know we're not new york is still a pretty liberal relatively place where i think like kathy hochel is the furthest you could get like right word granted we had fucking pataki as governor i get right, it well, but, but i mean like but he was that like pataki right. in the modern era would be a democrat and he'd be a conservative democrat right i mean i Swazi is trying to win the general election before he gets out of the primary is there room for you know a moderate conservative democrat to win in new york state well joe biden did so yes kathy hochel like you said takes up all that oxygen in the primary and she's got more money and she's currently governor the only sort of path that swazi could take going down that lane i think is that if he believes that they're all going to cannibalize themselves on the left flank you know if he thinks like williams to shames and then hochel doesn't have the, the the pull because you know, she she wasn't elected as governor. So she, she was elected as lieutenant governor, but she wasn't elected to the governorship. She only got it after, obviously, Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo stepped down. Right. I mean, now it is interesting that Swazi did come to Buffalo and campaign with Byron Brown. Does, does he think he's going to poach Erie County support away from Kathy Hochul? If he is, he's even more misguided than I think he is. Yeah. Th- we know that the mayor is totally detached from ECDC. There's no reason why the mayor can't just go out on his own and say, like, yeah. Eat shit, Kathy Hochul. I'm here for Tom Swazi. That could have been a big factor in why she didn't endorse India Walton, by the way, in the general election, that she's looking for Byron Brown's uh, support mm-hmm. for the primary. So remains to be seen, but eh, we'll, we'll keep an eye on it, of course, because, you know, what the hell else are we doing? All right. That's, that's us. We're just, we're always about the governor's mansion. <laughs> we love it. We love it. We're sickos. Ever since we saw Andrew Cuomo in that blanket. Oh, yeah. uh, like huddled up as he was embattled outside the governor's office and, and, and coming next week our, our new fourth guest host chris cuomo yes <laughs> yes he's looking for work 
Ever since that family spaghetti photo came out, I've always wanted to eat spaghetti in the governor's mansion. I'm hoping someday that happens. Oh, man, that'd be great. Yeah. Well, a little bit closer to home, guys. The mask people. The anti-mask people, I should say. Un- what, what are they called? Unmask our kids? Oh, uh, yeah. Unma- I think unmask our kids at WNY. It sounds, vi- like, it sounds vaguely sexual. I'm not going to... like. It sounds like a weird diddling thing but okay we're not we're not going to libel or slander them here they're they, we're going to give them the airtime that they deserve which is all of like two minutes at most jim what the fuck else are we going to say about these people i mean they're just freaks they're out there saying that like mask mandates are killing businesses well i will as an anecdote i went out to go eat friday night in the town of lancaster now there's only like three restaurants in lancaster so that slows down like how much room there is for people Mm -hmm. but it was like 5 30 like nobody's out to eat yet and there was over an hour wait at all the restaurants in lancaster right i had to go to chictawaga because you know as it is the mask mandate killing businesses if you listen to stefan mihailu if you listen to robbie de niro if you listen to unmask our children wny the mask mandate is out here just crushing businesses and killing small business owners what is it called? Uh, the backfire effect or something like that? Where may- maybe maybe the places that they go, everyone just leaves. Right, yeah. And they assume it's the mask man. Right, yeah. It could just be that like you're a shithead and nobody wants to deal right, with you. Right. I don't even know what to say. I, I get that there's always going to be a reactionary group to anything. I, I think like I this is one of the things where you get older, you see stuff, and you just realize that there's always going to be a reactionary group. Now them getting all of this media attention, including us, you know, we're unfortunately we're downstream in the river of shit and we talk about it because it's being talked about by the big news outlets. It's just ridiculous. Like how many people are complying? Like how many people are just going about their day and like, okay, yeah, I got to wear a mask again. Fine. Got to be vaccinated. Fine. According to our friend, Robbie De Niro, this quote, this is no different than the women who marched for suffrage in the early 1900s. This is no different when Rosa Parks said, no, I'm not getting off the bus. All this shit is just to make, it's designed to make you mad. That's, that's the whole thing. I keep coming back to it. I don't, I don't get mad about Like, I, I don't want to say I don't get mad. I'm not above it. I just know what's going on. Fucking dickhead Robbie De Niro says stuff like that to get you mad. It's entire, the whole thing. They want, I, I think he's that stupid. No, they want to trigger they They, they love it. They why, love why it. Not both. I want to trigger you. I want to I want to get you upset. I want to get you mad. That's the whole entire fucking goal. It's not they don't give a shit about the mask thing. They really don't care, but does it make you mad? No, I I think they think they're martyrs. I think they think they're fucking Gandhi. This is their march to the sea. Whatever. So, uh, certain right-wing people Whatever. have no problem wearing masks. I just like to point that. Right, out. yeah. Different so kind of mask. So they're they're planning this week a week of civil disobedience over the tyranny that is wear a mask <laughs> whatever whatever <laughs> fucking whatever find them oh you know you're not complying with it whatever be a martyr who cares is this making you guys crazy that that people are like this because it's not just like these insane people but like there's an article in the buffalo news this week about like me nuts how like the north towns are separated on the mask mandate tonawanda and amherst were like yeah you're gonna have to enforce the mask mandate and the town of grand island like their town board and their supervisor were like we're not going to enforce the ta- we, we we're going to keep Erie County out of Grand Island and not enforce the mask mandate in Grand Island. Like first of all, you can't just secede. Like didn't work out well for Alabama in the 1860s, it's not going to work out well for Grand Island in the 2020s. And second of all, like who gives it who goes to fucking Grand Island? Like what fucking business is on Grand Island 
that is going on there, like that, that people are going there. Like Tonawanda and Amherst have restaurants and bars and things that people go to. What, like, tell me what, if, what, if what, there might be something there that I see like five stars on Google or Yelp. If, it, if I if I look at it and I see it's in Grand Island, I'm like, nah, it's okay. I don't think I so. I always think about, like, whenever we talk about these shitty places, I always think there's got to be at least one person who, like, through whatever circumstance in their life has to live there and has to be around all these awful people. And I just, in my heart of hearts, like, sympathize for them because I, I can't imagine. It's gone are the halcyon days of Nate McMurray running Grand Island. Oh, man. Truly, it was a golden era. Mm. Well, whatever, fine, whatever. I'm I'm done with the mask people. Unmask, unmask your kids. Do what, do what you fucking want. You're, I, uh, uh, you're, you're just trying to make like I, either I, either Jim, either Jim's thing is true and you're true believers, or you're fucking just trying to make us mad. And I think it's a combination of both. Right. Now, the people who I think are definitely trying to make us mad are the Clust Boys down in like Calgary County. <laughs> They have on uh, Route 16, they have a big fucking the Gadsden snake, don't tread on me, oh, yeah. that says unmask our kids. Amazing. Like, those fuckers know what they're doing. Well, let me tell you, as soon as your kid's unmasked, Jim's going to be there to sell them a cigarette, okay? Right, yeah. That's, I'm going to sell them a cigarette, and when they're walking away, boom, trank dart in the back of the neck. <laughs> I'm going to give them all their vaccines. Well, speaking of preying on children, <laughs> awesome segue here. Uh, Steve Pigeon. Steve Pigeon. Oh, boy. This thing on, yeah. Well, <laughs> give, give him a sad whistle. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ah, uh, Steve Pigeon. Jim, what did Steve Pigeon? What was his role? He was deputy mayor at one point, right? No, he was uh, chairman of ECDC. Right, right, right. My right. I, I confused him with another Steve. Confidant to former gubernatorial candidate Tom Galasano. That's right. He was a longtime political figure. If you were somebody who followed the news. And, and local news and government stuff in the early aughts, late 90s, early 2000s, you'd see Steve Pigeon's name a lot, both for being uh, obviously like a, a political person of note, uh, a conservative Democrat, if I remember correctly, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I think you got to start with like Dick Gephardt. Yeah, and then and then obviously became more of a Republican or like a, a right-leaning political figure. Actually, fun fun anecdote that Greg Olma shared on Facebook that when when Greg was in the uh, the ledge, how they they pushed to, uh, what I think they pushed to get rid of Steve Casey or Steve Pigeon at one point, sorry. right? So Steve I thought, Casey was a deputy mayor. Steve Casey was a deputy mayor, and and not not the diddler. All kinds of Steves, not right. the diddler, but Steve Pigeon. He hadn't Pigeon previously been uh, hit with some like uh, election fucking crimes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, some white collar crimes. Yeah, I mean he was always fucking around, kind of kind of shady. Yeah, but now. This dude got caught. He was an 11-year-old kid? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, Pigeon was one of the ones who, Steve Casey and Steve Pigeon and Chris Grant, big dog, big dog, uh, all got their houses raided by the FBI for potentially, like, interstate crimes regarding elections. Turns out that was not the most serious thing that Steve Pigeon was doing. He better hope he gets that same judge that Belter got. Oh, my God. It's it's just unbelievable. I don't even know... It's just so beyond the pale. Like it's so gross. Yeah, I fuck that guy. <laughs> like, yeah, fuck him. What what I what I will say is like it's it's amazing. And again, I see things like this, and I just think like no wonder a lot of people. I'm not saying this is like the representative of politicians or political figures as a whole, but 
I see this like the Jelaine Maxwell trials going on. Obviously, there have been a bunch of political figures who've been tied to like Jeffrey Epstein and have been in his orbit. And just normal people look at this and they say like, oh, they're all just a bunch of fucking pedos. <laughs> you know, they're well, all just. Th- th- this is where the QAnon people like take all this stuff. Yes. From. Like Steve Pigeon was like a Clinton confidant who's also tied to Maxwell. And this is why people think that pizza was code word for children. Right. So I don't know. I got nothing more than that. But speaking of national political figures, we've got uh, turns we got out we, one of the good ones. We got one of the good ones. One one of if I had to bet my life savings was not a diddler, I would I would bet. Yes. Bet right. it all. Bet the house. Bernito. Bernie. Bernie Sanders. I can't do as good of a Bernie. No. I got I got Trump. You can, you're, you're better at Trump than I'm you're better, better at Trump. You're better at you're better at Trump. We'll get Larry David on the show next week to do uh, Bernie for us. Yeah, I got him on speed dial. Mm-hmm. We'll get we'll get Larry on. No, we've got Bernie. So he's coming to town. Is that right? Is he? I thought it was just, a just Zoom. A, is it just a Zoom call? I think it's just a Zoom yeah. call. Okay, I I that's what I thought. Zoom town hall with the Starbucks uh, unionizers. Well, he's coming to town virtually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bernie is is hosting this. Pretty cool, right? Yeah, yeah. pretty big. Yeah, I mean it's it's a big deal. Um, you know, it's it's probably too late to affect the outcome of the election. Um, as we talked about with Michelle Eisen a couple of weeks ago, the election is or the everything has to be in and the results are going to be counted on the 9th. So by the time this drops, we should have the results or shortly thereafter we'll have the results because mm-hmm. this drops on the 9th, correct? Yes. Yeah. Monday night. Yeah. So it'll be that night uh, or that afternoon. Um, we should have the results of the Starbucks vote. No matter what else you think about the folks unionizing at Starbucks, you know, whatever, whatever your thoughts and feelings are, you got to like they they did the damn thing. They put themselves on the map. They put Starbucks, they put Buffalo on the map going up against like one of the biggest corporations in the world and and saying we demand better working conditions. And to the point where they have Bernie Sanders. A guy who ran for president, the most popular politician in the country, I'd wager. I like I, putting a spotlight on you. You really did it. Like to to me, whether I, I I hope for their sake that they're successful, but whether or not you're successful, you put a voice to it, mm-hmm. and and you made yourselves really, uh, you made yourselves heard really loud and clear. So, yeah. so this is going up against Monday Night Football. I think this is a more important event, uh, in my opinion. I, I I agree. Yeah. I don't know if everybody else agrees. <laughs> Well, I think I think the Bills are going to get their ass beat. What? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Oh, get out of here, listener. I, I'm nervous to watch. Listener, if you're in the future <laughs> and you know the result, this is dramatic irony for you. It's be a so. nice little time capsule when you listen on Thursday and know the result. Mm-hmm. I think the Bills are going to whoop that ass. So I think it's going to be a tie. <laughs> that would be the funniest outcome. It always is. It's always amazing when there's a tie. In. Well, the weather looks like shit. First of all, right. So. I mean, Josh Allen's not going to be slinging that ball around, okay? Sports podcast. Actually, we, we were going to talk a little bit about sports, right? What was this other sports thing we had going on? Oh, we had, we had two things. One, we re-insisted on giving a shout-out and a congratulations to Seltzer Mom. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're good. Yes, congratulations, Taylor. Uh, but the other, the, the locally tied sports thing that we were going to mention is Ree's boy, Tui. Tui! My man. Uh, he is the head coach of the St. Bonaventure Bonnie's rugby team. Yes. They are ranked number one in the United States right now, and they won the national semifinal yesterday, so they'll be playing for the national title. With this story, it's great for a couple reasons. One, because it hits the sweet spot for me and Jim, where you know it's St. It's Bonnie's for Jim and rugby for me. 
also like yeah to either head coach to osborne awesome dude like one of the coolest guys i've ever met it's an incredible accomplishment like they're the number one ranked team in the country. I don't think it gets enough buzz around here. It, it certainly doesn't. Like I bet how you, big that is. They won the national semifinal yesterday. I bet you there's not even a story in the paper in the Buffalo News probably today about it. They basically in like five years went from barely a, a program to number one in the country. I bet I could get two young. I I, I could get two young. All right, all right. I'll, I'll see. Hopefully, after they win the national championship, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll hit him up if he wants to be on the show. Because yeah, it's fucking awesome, man. Like, it's unbelievable what he's done. The, the their rugby program was always pretty good, and they've always gotten like pretty good athletes out of Bonnie's. He turned it into elite, like, mm-hmm. like unbelievable. I, I, I can't even like fathom it. Like, you're getting people to come out to Olean, right? You're getting internationals. Yes, like you're getting people to willingly say, okay, yeah, I'm gonna go to Olean. Mm-hmm. And and fucking live and it's probably because they still have an open friendlies there, friendlies restaurant. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the big recruiting tool. Yeah, it, it does hit that sweet spot where it's rugby and Bonaventure. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited. You know, I, I I actually follow the Bonaventure rugby account on Twitter. Yeah, uh, so that's how I I find out about it because yeah, it doesn't get any play in the in the local media, which is crazy. No, uh, the only other person I saw mention it on Twitter is State Assemblyman Bill Conrad is a big rugby guy. Oh, is that right? Yeah. He was like live tweeting and like uh, like linking like video from because one of the ki- kids actually pl- uh, is from Kenmore, I think, on the Bonnie. Ratka. Team. Yeah, Ratka. Mm-hmm. And he made a big tackle yesterday. Yeah. And uh, Conrad was like, check this shit out. Like, you know, like, you know, you could just you could just see the, you know, the the glint in his eye as he was tweeting about it. This whole rugby Bonaventure thing reminds me of the Carl Weathers Arnold meme. <laughs> two coming together. Oh, yeah. Not yeah. On something. Yeah. <laughs> The one, the one thing I won't shit on Bonnie's for, because mm-hmm. I, I, I do like the rugby team quite a bit. So, yeah, no, I mean, and they're they're likely playing. I think it's Penn State. Yeah, they're playing Penn State. Man, who they beat earlier this year? Yeah, Penn State's a damn good program too. We played them when I was in college. We played Penn State. Like they're no joke, legit rugby, good solid program out of there. But the Bonnies can take it home. Damn, that would be. <laughs> beyond impressive and hopefully hopefully they get, if they do win the national championship they get the fanfare around here that they deserve yeah uh, hopefully they get some recognition i mean i know the only in times herald is all about it and like the oh. local coverage down there has been big time for them sure because what else is going on in only you know like besides people probably like dying of covid in the hospital like there's nothing else going on in town there was there was your not the sports podcast sports update right Oh, nobody talks about rugby. Well, right, right. No, it was good. I'll talk about. I, I, I play rugby. Listener, you know, you may or may not know this. I love rugby. I'm a huge rugby guy. So I'm, I'm very excited for, uh, for a local rugby story. Yeah. But yeah, it, I. By the way, speaking of local rugby, I also checked out the the top twenty five rankings last night because you know, I, I got into a little bit of a rugby rabbit hole. UB's number twenty five. Oh mm-hmm. no shit. UB's very good. Buffalo, I, I know we're going off on a tangent, but this isn't like traditional sports, so I, I think I'll, I'll allow it. But uh, rugby in Western New York, r- Western New York is one of the biggest hubs for rugby in the country. Yeah, because uh, uh, even, and so, you know, that's at the Division One level. For like the small school level, Buff State's ranked in the top 20, you know, and uh, at the women's le- uh, league, Buff State's ranked, Bonamitra's ranked. Um, in the small schools or in the Division two or division one or something like that Cortland won the national semifinal yep. yesterday um so you know i mean you you got you know i mean Cortland's a little bit farther away but you know my sister the jessica went there so she'll be a proud Cortland alum 
Yeah, and and like the smaller schools are all pretty competitive. Like Canisius always has a pretty solid rugby program. Uh, NU Niagara University, yep, uh, historically very good rugby program. All all the Alfred Fredonia, they have a pretty good one too. Rochester's got a good program yeah. now. Yeah, they're all they're all they're all pretty good. So that was rugby talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was rugby hour. What's uh what's the deal with Vincent Gallo? Help like, me out here. I guess he's coming back. He's finally acting again. Did did he did he do something cancel worthy other than being like a huge Trump guy? Well, I mean the brown bunny. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was pretty bad. I had him as my profile picture on Twitter for a while because it it was a great screenshot that said like go go Buffalo or something. But I changed it. <laughs> He's returning to acting uh, in a movie called Shut In. Shut In. Shut In. Yeah. Cool. That's all I got on that. Right. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> Buffalo sixty seven. Okay. All right. Maybe uh, maybe this is um this is a time to mention our our new shirts that we're dropping oh. during the, during the Christmas party. Yes, I'm very excited for this. So these shirts, we're we're, we're plugging our merch mid show here, but I'm very excited for them. So fuck it, whatever. Well, it's a good segue. It is. It's related. It is related. So we had in our group chat. Oh, by the way, the movie is produced by Ben Shapiro. Forgot to mention that. Yeah, awesome. yeah, oh yeah, yeah, awesome. <laughs> So it's going to be great. It's actually yeah. it's actually just going to be Vincent Gallo reading the lyrics to WAP. Yeah. <laughs> so I, w- I wonder if Shannon want to come back on and actually <laughs> sit through that one to review it. So in our in our group chat, I, I I had an idea about doing something with the we're talking proud Buffalo head. I, I wanted to tie it to Buffalo sixty six, but I couldn't think of like the right turn of phrase. And then Jim just had like an an amazing idea, probably one of the best ideas I've ever heard. The Buffalo with the, um, the we're talking proud Buffalo, but instead of we're talking proud, it says we're spanning time. And I got to tell you, these shirts look cool as fuck. It is exactly what I, I dreamed it could be. Shout out to Jim for the idea. Shout out to Ryan for the execution and getting the shirts. Shout out to our designer, Corinne, for mm-hmm. actually doing the design. Like everything about them is fantastic. So it's hot. We're dropping them at the Christmas party. So if you're there, you get first dibs. It's hot. Yeah. It is very hot. Also available online. Mm -hmm. So you can wear that out to the pink. You know, you can see a fellow Square Podcast listener. Right. You can wear it when Wet Leg finally does a North American tour. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, you can see another cool person. You can wear it to the premiere of Shut In with Vincent Gallo. You know, even if you don't listen to the podcast, it's still a cool shirt. It's uh, probably gives you a bit of hipster cred. Oh, Mm -hmm. yes. So buy the shirts. We'll mm-hmm. have them at the party. Come to the party. Come to the party. We for fuck. We we said we were going to plug the party more, and yeah, well, we'll, we'll we'll talk about it. Uh, speaking of Vincent Gallo and and, and Hollywood, uh, that Guillermo del Toro movie that was filmed in Buffalo is coming out this week, oh. right? Oh, oh, Nightmare Alley. Yeah, with Bradley Cooper. Because <clears throat> I saw you know um, anytime anything anybody famous says anything nice about Buffalo, it, it immediately dominates the Buffalo airwaves. <laughs> And uh, so annoying. Uh, GDT was saying how like he just he what he liked about Buffalo is that like basically you have every style of 20th century architecture in Buffalo. Yeah. So it allowed him to like whatever he wanted to do for Nightmare Alley, he could do because every style of architecture was available. You, you could stand in Niagara Square and go around in a circle, and there it is. Yeah, that's cool. So, but whatever that well, we're gonna plug it, it. I think I think they're having a premiere at North Park. Oh, cool, cool, yeah, cool. That's cool. So, I mean, there, there's an actual, like, besides the fact that, like, they filmed a movie here, because who cares? Unless Adam Bojack's in it, I'm not going to go see it. 
and, he has, and he has a mustache. Yeah, we're a little all over the place this week. It's yeah. okay. It's okay yeah. to be all over the place. Right. Yeah. We've got we've got a dick man update. Jim. We get it. Well, so this is real inside baseball for the people who love inside baseball. So for those of you who are wondering. Or people who love Dick Man, I'm assuming. Or people who love Dick Man. Uh, Can't get enough of that Dick Man. If you're wondering, is all well in the Erie County Republican Party? It's not. Oh. Last week, the Lancaster Republican Party, which has a split in it between like the Dick Mans yeah. and the non-Dick Mans. Uh, I'm assuming Dick Man is, is more of the MAGA crowd. Yes. Not Dick Man is more uh, of the... Yeah, Dick Man is more like MAGA and also like they, they originally got together and wanted to run for office yeah. on the... When Lancaster changed the nickname from the horrible Redskins to the oh, Legends, oh, they were like, we need to bring back the Redskins. Okay. Now, like, so Dick Man is a, is a town council member and there's another town council member um, and, and a couple other elected who are MAGA people. And they're committee members, but they don't go to the committee meetings because there are people at the committee who are more moderate Republicans and they don't get along and they, they kind of fight. Erie County Republican Chairman Carl Simith showed up in Lancaster on Tuesday to, to go to the meeting. And he was like, you know, I, I don't play the same games that Erie County Board of Collect Elections Commissioner Ralph Moore plays. If you can't play nice, I'll remove you from the committee. Which is interesting because then he then went and had a private meeting with Dick Mann and Soika and these other MAGA Republicans who don't play nice and basically beg them to come in and do stuff on the committee. Oh. So Ralph Moore, who is a major leader in the Republican Party, basically took that as a, fuck you, Ralph, I'm going to remove your people from the committee. If it ended there, that would be an interesting story, but it doesn't because the next night was the Southtown Republican uh, chairman's meeting, okay, uh, which is a, a conglomeration that basically. I'm assuming that doesn't include Lancaster. It does. Oh, it does. Okay. It does because like Bill Paxton and Tom Reynolds and Ralph Moore started the South Towns Chairman's uh, thing like 30 years ago to combat back when all the Republicans' power was in Tonawanda and Amherst, which they never went in those those towns anymore. But they used to. That's where all the Republican power used to be. So they started the South Towns Chairman's meeting, which was basically like Lancaster and like all the eastern suburbs and all the South Towns. At this South Towns Chairman's meeting, Carl Simith is there, and Ralph Moore says, "Hey, where were you last night?" Ooh, now, yikes! That's that's you cut the air with a knife. Couldn't you? <laughs> yeah, holy shit! But, uh, I've been around Ralph Moore. When he asks you where were you, he already knows. He knows. He he already he definitely already knows where you were. So there's a little bit of infighting in the Republican Party right now. Ralph Moore's been around for like 35, 40 years as a Republican leader. He's a close confidant of Tom Reynolds. Uh, Nick Langworthy, um, he's been a kingmaker. He's been commissioner of the Board of Elections for like 30 fucking years, which is a position that most people barely last two terms in, and he's been there forever. Carl Simith, man, I, I would, there'd be other people I'd pick fights with besides Ralph Moore. Don't do it. Don't do it, Carl. So so there's our, there's our dick man news is, wow. is that... Uh, it was like a little broader than dick man. That's it's really a, interesting yeah, stuff. It, it's, uh, the, there's, uh, there's some potential... I'm not going to say a split in the Republican Party because Republicans fall in line. Right. It's just who do they fall in line behind? And I got to tell you, I, 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 I wouldn't put my money against Ralph Moore. Yeah, Dick Man, Dick Man alert. We're always on top of the Dick Man stuff, right? So if, if you if you got Dick Man stories, tweet us. Tell us Dick Man stories. We need a new we need a new fun character. Dick Man's good. Dick Man's strong, but we need like a Nate McMurray level of character, right? We need, if Dick Man got a Twitter account. Man, oh, forget about it. Uh, things would be all over. He's got to yeah. learn how to use the internet first. Right, yeah. right. He's he's younger than I am, but he's got to learn how to use the internet. So. <laughs>
I love I love that variation of young boomer where it's just like <laughs> you like are like a thirty two year old who talks like a sixty five year old man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like what the fuck? Dick man, I think is like 39, 40, 38, oh, okay. something like that. Oh, so, God, if you want to tell us why we suck, why you know we're we're bad at this or any other thing you want to yell at us about, come to the Christmas party. Tell us we suck, or. If you're cool and you like us and you really, really like us, you want to hang out with us, mm-hmm. have a few Tom and Jerry's and vibe and come to the Christmas party. How are we doing? How are we doing on tickets? Yeah, we got about two thirds sold, maybe a little more than that now. So we're getting close to the end. We're getting close to all of them sold. I'm sure there'll be a few people who buy it the last day or buy it in person. So right. Again, we'll have shirts there. There'll be food. There's going to be Tom and Jerry's or another drink, mm-hmm. whatever you want. Right. We're also, for the tickets, we are going to put the link in the bio of our Twitter and Instagram feeds, respectively, because I know sometimes it's been hard to find yeah, the it's tickets. In every, it's, it's been in every uh, pod description for the past, like, three months or whatever since we announced it. Well, we'll, we'll, but we'll add it to the bios, too. We'll add it to bios so you know where to find it. Um, yeah, no, I'm really excited for the Christmas party. I'm, I'm really excited that we could do something that could help uh, a great cause the folks over the Vive refugee shelter um, this time of year. I mean, really any time of year is a good time to help a refugee shelter, but especially around the holidays in Buffalo. Um, I'm not saying we're, you know, <laughs> we're, we're going to be sainted for this one, but like, I, I just think it's cool that we can have a party and we can, we can fundraise. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's, it's, it's great. I, I want to help Vive refugee shelter. There's been stories in the, in the news in the last couple of weeks. Um, we're not in the news, but like reports coming out that have been covered. Buffalo News doesn't cover this because they're in the bag for right wing garbage. But um, like ICE has been releasing refugees in Batavia mm-hmm. with no coats, no money, no way to contact anybody, just dropping them off and saying good luck. And I think it's like seventy five people over the last month that they've they've just done that too. Um, you know because we're a Christian nation. Oh right. So sure. Um, you know, it's Christmas, and I, I remember, you know, stories maybe re- learning about them in the Bible of, uh, um, you know, the Holy Family or whatever getting kicked out and having to be a, a refugee in Egypt for a little while. Right, they're just hanging out at a Sunoco in Batavia. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. So. Um, that's, I mean, you know, maybe maybe there can be an ICE agent with frankincense. <laughs> yeah. Were the Three Kings actually ICE agents? <laughs> yeah. Border Patrol? Right, yeah, I've seen that George Clooney film. Right, <laughs> Yeah, but no, we're we're doing the the party, so it's going to be a great time, and I'm excited to see everybody. Seriously, so get your tickets if you haven't done so already, because they are going. Um, if you already have your ticket, then uh, um, good job. You yeah, did, you did great. You. You, you passed uh, the test. Yeah, we're going to decorate. It'll be Christmassy. Uh, if, if you're listening to this, by the way, it will be tomorrow. Right. Yeah. So really, really get your tickets if you have Friday, already. December 10th at 7 p.m. at Row Homes. Yep. Uh, we'll be decorating. It's going to be Christmassy. They uh, do have a vaccine mandate, right? Right. They That's have a vaccine right. Mandate. Yeah. So you must show proof of vaccination in order to enter. Right. Yes. So bring your card or your Excelsior pass. Yep. Yep. So, you know, can't wait to see you there. That's all yeah. I got. Slow news week, guys. So we don't have much on the docket today. We're not going to waste your time or ours. But um, any last minute thoughts, gentlemen? No. I mean, you know. Not just, much rattling around in here today. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm yeah. just going to. Have another beer and probably sing Hell to the Victors until he punches me. <laughs> and that was the Square Podcast. <laughs> Again, we got Re, 
Uh, I'm not giving out my social media still, but follow follow the page at Square Pod Buff on Twitter or on Instagram, uh, Square Podcast. You listen to us wherever you listen to us, but tell your friends they can listen to us on Spotify. They can listen to us on Apple Podcasts. They can listen to us on Google Play. Uh, any one that I'm missing? SoundCloud. SoundCloud, the big one. SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. You can listen to us on SoundCloud. Jim, where can you be found on social media? Uh, I am... Battle Jim of the Republic on Instagram, the IG, as the kids call it. Um, and then also I am at James Tamel on Twitter. Currently the Jim Who Stole Christmas. Mm-hmm. All right. How about you there, Snake? Uh, I'm the real Ryan Steele on, on Twitter. And uh, my username, I think I changed it to, not username, but you know what I mean. Whatever right. your title, your name is on Twitter. Um, be good for goodness, Snake. Mm. Okay. Solid puns, gentlemen. Right. Both of you. Thank you. So, all right, that was this week's episode of the Square. We'll see you at the party, baby. Next week.